0: Hi, I'm Rob Michaels, and I'm back with another episode, episode four, in season one of Guns and Hoses, A Journey of Faith for Those of Us Who Have Worked or Do Work in Public Safety. You know, sometimes you ask yourself, how should I pray? I don't know how to come before God. What do I ask? What do I say? How do I act? Well, God gives us a blueprint for prayer. It's in Matthew 5 and 6. It's a series of instructions from Jesus regarding how we should live, how we should practice our faith and honor God. It's his instruction manual. Chapter 6, verse 5 begins his instruction on prayer. It says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, Now, what that's saying is, it's not how much you say, it's what you say and what the attitude of your heart is. Are you being genuine and pure in motive? Or are you being like the hypocrites he refers to and just praying so people can hear you and you can be thought of as highly spiritual because of your lengthy and verbose prayer? That's not what God wants. He wants humility. He wants you to come before him, talk to him like you would your dad. He's called Abba Father. When you talk to God, you talk to him as one who has been deemed a brother of Christ. That's why he says we're his sons, his children. So you do it in private, and you don't just run off. So he goes on to say, This then is how you should pray. This is a model, a format, not the only prayer, but guidelines Guidelines, or godlines. You start by saying, our Father in heaven. Now, that passage, our Father in heaven, is a surrender to God. Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. You're saying, God, I come before you surrendering to your will because you are my Father and my King, and your name is holy. I want your kingdom to be done, your will, not mine, but yours. On earth as it is in heaven. You know, we're going through troubling times right now, a lot of confusion. People are curious, how did this happen? We have to ask God, what is your will, Lord? And may it be done. So then we move on from surrender to supplication, meaning what we need to ask for. Jesus said, pray like this. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, our sins, our transgressions, as we forgive our debtors. Now, that's a huge statement right there. You need to understand that. You're asking God to forgive our sins in the same way we forgive those who have sinned against us. What that means is we're saying to God, now I want you to look and see how I forgive others. Do you hold it over them? Do you beat them to get what you want? Or Do you forgive them as God has forgiven you, mercifully and graciously? And he goes on to say, And don't lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. You know, God wants us to live in a way that honors him. But there is an evil one, a devil. His name is Satan, he was an angel who decided he wanted to be great like God, and he was cast out of heaven. And he roams the earth, as we are told, seeking who he may devour. So our prayer is, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Satan, the evil one. Now, not part of the original prayer. It was added because it was typically of Jews to add a doxology to the prayer which is, for yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So, it goes on to say in in verse 14, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And here's the other side of that, verse 15, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive forgive your sins. Are you struggling? Do you feel guilty? That's not from God. Ask yourself, am I holding something against another? You need to get that right and forgive them before God will forgive you. He makes that clear here. Now, David had a prayer. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. He was the king saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our Father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in earth and heaven is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give thanks and praises and praise your glorious name. Now, Luke's version of the Lord's Prayer and what Jesus taught is in Luke 11. In verse 11, it says, excuse me, in verse 1, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. See, that's what we're talking about today. Sometimes you want to know, how do we pray? How do I come before God? So Jesus said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, meaning holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Provide for us, in other words. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Now you know how to pray, but what should we do in prayer? Scripture tells us to be persistent in prayer. You don't just throw up a prayer and say, took care of that one. It may be prayer for a family member. It may be prayer for financial help. It may be prayer to heal a marriage. It may be prayer to change your life, to be a better person. So Jesus said, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door's already locked and my children and I are in bed i can't give up and give you get up and give you anything i tell you even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of your friendship yet because of your shameless audacity he will surely get up and give you as much as you need so i ask you ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives the one who seeks finds And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Being persistent in prayer also means to examine our own heart as to what we're asking for and why. Are we asking for self-glorification? Are we asking for riches? Are we asking for a brand new car? You know, I'd love to have a Corvette, but I'm certainly not going to tell God I'd like to have one because there are a lot of other needs that I need to pray for to make me the man that God wants me to be, the father, the husband, the leader. We need to prioritize our needs and take them before God, not so much what we want, but truly pray for our needs. And then you'll find God's faithfulness in prayer. Which of your fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? The point is, we are told that God is Abba Father. He loves us. He sacrificed his son for us, yet we too often doubt he will answer our prayer, or at least not like we want. You know, Romans 8 says, God works in all things for the good of those who love the Lord. My friends, that's for his good and for our good. You know, sometimes I remember when my children were going up and I'd say, I'm doing this for your own good. Well, that's not what they wanted to hear but it's what they needed to hear. And sometimes God says no, because that's what we need to hear. Or not now. Maybe never. Or God might say, I don't want you to do this, but maybe you should try this. God leads us through opening and closing doors. By bringing people into our life and taking people out. So, today, when you go before God, pray with assurance that he will listen, that he is faithful. Don't give up. Don't resign and just walk away. Prayer is not a sprint. It's a marathon, just like the Christian faith. Pray every day. Start your day with prayer. Thank God and admire and adore him. Confess your sins to him. Give thanksgiving for what he's done in your life. And then, ask him for things. That's called supplication. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. The acts model for prayer. Before we ask God for what we want, we need to let him know we understand and recognize who he is. And praise him. We need to confess our sins before asking him for more of what we need. So remember that little model, and remember, don't pray in front of everybody to be known. Go privately, and don't run off. Just pray humbly in what you need to say, to the point. As they might say, bring that airplane in for a landing. My friends, remember God is with you. His Holy Spirit lives inside of you if you have come before Him. God loves you just as you are, He accepts you right where you are. You can never be so good you don't need Him you can never be so bad, you can't receive him. The foot of the cross is where the good and the bad become the forgiven. Well, that ends another session today. Thank you. I hope these help. Join us again when we bring you another episode of Guns and Hoses. I'm Rob Michaels.